Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and welcome to Attackers of Opportunity. This is your DM, Michael. I'm sitting around a virtual table once again with some of my friends, and we're about to play some DD. Yeah! Excellent, guys. There has been some massive upheaval these last couple of games. And in my mind, we're sort of at the end of the first novel of the trilogy. You've discovered you had all of the struggle against Vazrul. You'd had other plots with the Elven City and all those things going on, only to discover at the end that Gerard had really been manipulating you all through all of this and downplaying a little bit of who and what he was, as he is, in fact, the shadow of the ancient necromancer lord and now has regained a significant portion of his power and perhaps even increased his power as he was more than midway through his ritual to absorb necromatic energy into himself before you all came and interrupted him at the end of the last adventure. You were able to put quite a bit of a smackdown on him. However, he was able to planar shift away, leaving behind this almost 15 foot tall necromatic elemental who you all had befriended, I guess might be the word. You're wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> um, Dorian has a way. We uh, logically <laughs> engaged with some uh, diplomatic exchange of ideas. <laughs> yes, and in all of that, the necromatic elemental consumed a number of the ritual items that had been in and around this area that the necromancer had been using for his rituals, and that gave him a little bit of substance, a little ability to hold on a brief while longer, and enough to impart to all of you a bit of information as to at least the plane of existence that he had, that Gerard had planar shifted to away from all of you. With this, however, I will say that Necromatic Elemental is going to fade away. He was summoned for a particular reason to be consumed by the Necromancer Lord, and in that his purpose somewhat completed. Like, I I believe I described it as almost like 90% of his energy had been leached away as per the ritual. And he had recharged himself a little bit, but then expended a lot of his energy to create this diagram of the cosmos around to all of you. So in the next hour, he will, he, it, they, 
will fade out from existence. And unfortunately, there's not a whole lot more you can do there. But it does leave all of you in this position of you are at the Citadel. You all are a week away from Season's Glade. And you are a week away from the camp that had once been Bazrul's war camp, where there are elves and giants, goblins, hobgoblins, bugbears. Some are followers of Dorian the Redeemer. Some are allied with you, at least temporarily. There are, I believe, two living members of the Golden Circle out there, Iron Song and Ruark, the, their uh, Aarakocra Druid. And... You had one meeting to try to set up a, hey, how do you want to handle it out there before getting ripped out and teleported over here? They'll get along fine. No problem. So you all are a week from anywhere. Um, Vacation time. What what all would you like to do? Yeah, what spot to be? Just down in some catacombs. Sounds like a beach time. Let's we'll sit is. around the pool with some Mai Tais. Wow. Well, yep. there is uh, a river that you that this citadel is at the headwaters of. A river. So you could through. absolutely go for a swim in the river. You can spend a little time on the beach if you want. That's absolutely a thing that you can do. Take a little dippy. Uh, is there a tiki wow. bar and like Cabana Boys too? Unfortunately, no. If you want we have an that. Elf. Yeah, I was like Elven Cabana Boys. Who wouldn't want that on the beach no. by this horrible spooky- like necromantic chamber <laughs> i think the contingent of the elven army that was stationed here is all dead friends mm. right friends. well we yeah. still have the ghost guy you know he's chilling we have, <laughs> we have a lot of responsibility still that uh that are awaiting us to give attention Our i do not know if remember correctly but there is the eye of blood bulletin board <laughs> that, uh, what? we're gonna go there, get the bulletin board there are all those tasks of people that were crying out begging pleading for assistance they need the platinum ring they need us and the longer that we daily is the last time we are actually uh giving a purpose that is to help others valak if i may i believe there's something that takes precedence we just battled the necromancer lord yes the necromancer lord yes they're currently not on this plane and so we have to figure out how to defeat them okay so we know where one of his artifacts is, and we know how to destroy it. Oh, see, so you, you are willing to, because I've been uh, all for destroying the artifacts for a long time now, but you are not willing to do so. But if you're Which willing, one still exists? Let's do it. I was willing, but I wanted to stop Vazrul because I thought he was a bigger threat. You are wrong. Thank you. Thank you for that. Yes, it's become <laughs> very vivid for me, and I am aware. It's, it's, it's not just you. We are all wrong. What do yes. we need to destroy? Yeah, what do we need to do? I thought he got the rod. Uh, there is one artifact with the dwarves. Oh, you mean the one we don't have, right? That's yes. correct. We should go get that and My blow it up. My suggestion is, yes, just that. Yes, the- smash it! Maybe not around the dwarves. Oh, no, I bet we have to tell them what we should be blunt and honest, right? Honesty is the beast policy. I have the ritual here in my book. Yes, we need all- dragon stuff, right? Eyes. Eyes. Eyes, yes. So let's do, isn't there a thing that involves us going to find some dragons? Hold on. There's got to be a way to do this without destroying another creature and taking their eyes from them. This is very dark. This perhaps might not be a way to destroy the artifact, but instead to empower it with greater power. Valak, no. We, we did the research. Yes, but the research is calling for you to destroy a very powerful magical being and no. then take its eyes and use that in the ritual. See, things that we usually... Can get, we can use wyvern eyes. 
doesn't have to be a dragon. Again, a very powerful magical creature. Things that uh, are used to destroy one type of magic are typically come from, like, an opposing type of magic, right? Well, it, it all depends. I mean, these are necromantic artifacts that we're trying to destroy. And they are powerful on a level that, quite frankly, hasn't really been seen that often. Well, I trust you. I'm just saying that my intuition is telling me something is wrong here, but you are clearly smarter than me as your Dorian Redeemer. And, you know, you didn't listen to me when I said that, uh, you know, Gerard was probably a bad guy. And you didn't listen to me when I said Necro... Alec, look, I understand. I understand that I made a mistake. I think we all made a mistake. And we are paying for it right now. And I will pay for it every night until we stop that son of a bitch. There's no need for foul language. There is. I liked it. Okay. He's going to... Yes, God. Uh, Kolb, Valak, I, I would like you to make a... I want to call it a faith check. So religion using your wisdom stat to see if perhaps you get a, a suggestion from your God. I will roll it actual d20 rather than actually doing hey. the to change the mechanism. Because I have one here. Oh. Hey. Oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. Yes, oh, sweet. So very sweet. Okay. That is a 21 total. Oh, we can't see anything but your background. <laughs> 21, nice. It occurs to you that you need the eye. If you were trying not to destroy the creature, there are spells that could perhaps regenerate limbs and other pieces after they've been extracted. Oh, this is brilliant plan. This is brilliant plan I have now. What is brilliant plan? Uh, Why am I talking like you? I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Mr. Redeemer, here is what I suggest, right? We are missing, we're missing a piece of the ritual in the dragon eye, right? We need to make a deal with a dragon. Um, okay. Right? Rather than, like, fight and, like, be blah, blah with dragon and start more conflict, come up with a, a bargain deal, right? Where uh, dragon give us eye. We uh, regenerate Dragon Eye and perhaps do favor for Dragon. Uh, I mean, maybe. Do you know any dragons? I've known several. Uh, oh, truly. I will. I think they're all dead now. We did kill. Are their eyes still there? No, they're down on Lil. We killed a mm -hmm. fair amount of red dragon whelps. Mm -hmm. uh, three, I believe. And I believe their bodies are probably decayed by now. What? Uh, there are more dragons than, than the red dragon whelps. There have got to be good dragons, or at least dragons that are open to diplomacy. Okay, but like, what if one of those evil dragons falls on the bulletin board that you mentioned? Yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of this whole diplomacy thing. I'm more of the, like, <gasps> smash. Smash and destroy. Can we smash and destroy? Anything? Anything? I, I, I Possibly. Um, Islands is the last resort. We should check the bulletin board then. You know, for someone so big, I don't know why right. you don't just punch things more often. He likes to hug them. Mm. More problems have long-term solutions through hugs, I have found, than through, uh, through punches. Yeah, I no, don't understand that in you. So, killing a dragon? I have to, I have to, I have to address this firstly, Port. So, if uh, if I punch somebody and I tell them to do a thing, they will do the thing so long as they feel they're under threat of me punching them. But if I convince them that it is the best thing to do for all involved, and we seal that deal with a hug, they're likely to continue to do that thing later when I'm not the route. 
see diplomacy. It's more long-term resolution. I uh, agree, but I'm I'm merely suggesting that maybe most evil dragons aren't going to want to use diplomacy. Like I said, there have to be more kinds of dragons than evil dragons, just because we've only run into the non-diplomatic type so far. There are more kinds of people than good people. We have run into many evil ones. Yes, yes, very true. Not judge a book by the types of wings that it uses to fly. But what would what would you have us do now? Where would you like to go? I mean, we have Jason's mutilated body here. Um, the bodies of all the elves that Gerard killed. I feel yeah. like we should set this right. We should do a funeral pyre, obviously. It is the uh, most uh, effective, efficient, and, and respectful way to dispose of this much damage. We should contact the army and let them know what has transpired. Yes, yeah, see, there's lots of things to be doing. A vacation is, this is not the time for that. So we contact the army, we dispose of the bodies, we go check a bulletin board. So we need to go to a major village where we can, uh, the Eye of Blood has a foothold to see what kind of foot trouble may be afoot. And then we must hunt a dragon. Yes. Not, not necessarily, right. not, not, not hunting and like, uh, find the dragon. But possibly, yeah, okay. mm-hmm. possibly maybe. Yeah. Yeah, there's always a chance. Yeah, Good. don't worry. I am still not the best at the diplomacy yet, so very often my diplomatic conversation ends with people having to be punched. You will yeah, I've seen your hugs. Yeah. They don't seem very gentle, so... Hmm. I have... We'll deal, have, we'll deal with that part. I have struggles. Uh, don't struggles. we all? In that people struggle when he hugs them. <laughs> they should just accept it, because it is rouse woman embrace entering their heart. That what it is. Yeah. Yes, it seems very warm and firm most of the time. Oh. It's the armor. I know. Okay. D- does anyone have a way of contacting the army? Uh, Gerard, uh, Gerard did. <laughs> he did. Jinx. <laughs> Let me check my spell book. <laughs> we have the gun's eye here. Yes, so we can see them. Right. Yes, so we can see what they are. All right. And then once we see them, we find birds that are moving in the same direction. And we catch a bird, and we tie a little uh, parchment, a little note to its foot. Actually, um, Azure, bird alights on his arm. Azure absolutely um, appears. Would you be willing to take a letter to the army? Ooh, how distant can Azure get from you? I don't know. I don't think it actually said in the rules. And you got this off of Find Familiar? Was that the spell? Yes, Find Familiar. Let's do a quick bit of research. Hey. Also, just a second, realize that um, I didn't level up Moonbeam, so uh, we'll just be rolling without it right now. Oh, no. Oh, wait. What level are we? Nine. Okay, so read the spell. There doesn't seem to be any restrictions as to how far away it can get from you, and it still exists on this plane. After 100 feet away, you can stop talking telepathically to it. That's 100 feet, I believe. Yeah, that's 100 feet away. You, you'll be able to stop telepath communication. But if you say, hey, this is the command, go and do this thing, you don't need to necessarily be in constant contact for that. Right. Okay. So clearly you're going to have to write it down because if the bird just goes, the bird can't communicate with anyone there. Right, uh, right. Yeah, that's why I said, you know, would you be willing to carry a letter? Yeah. We need to write a missive. Yes, and absolutely, Azure will agree to do this task for you. It does mean that at least for several days as it's flying, you can't summon Azure. Because if you summon, Azure pops right back to you with losing whatever distance it gained. 
Right, right. I'm actually also going to instruct Azure that once once they get there and deliver the message, they can just pop back to their normal realm. Okay. They don't have to fly the whole way back. Cause I <laughs> cool. All right. Do you have an idea of what all you will say on that missive? And I ask this for a particular reason. You are Dorian the Redeemer. You are the high priest of Dorian the Redeemer. Collectively, the Platinum Band or Platinum Ring has freed some of the goblins, has taken over, has stood against, has stood next to the giants, stood next to the elves. This is almost, um, in my mind, why we still have copies of letters that were sent by the original founding fathers to each other. Your documentation, your statements at this point will have notable impact on the whatever burgeoning society comes up out of this. So whatever, if you all just write a quick, hey, we'll see you guys in in a few weeks, don't kill each other, you know, that's fine. If you pen something more elaborate, it could have longer-ranging implications. Okay, I, I believe we should start with an explanation of events. We save the world. Done. Period. Uh, and You're then, welcome. Then we are betrayed. <laughs> well, maybe don't mention that part. Is it a little dicky, like a literary bard? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he writes stories. You should probably be the one to do this to have greater effect. How many do I have? 140 characters? How many characters? <laughs> you can write as much as you want. Oh, oh, oh. You're taking a parchment scroll. We're just notifying them of what's happening, right? Yes, and the fact that Gerard betrayed us has to. Why don't we just say the necromantic lord is back? What if Gerard comes back and they're unaware? And Gerard is working with him. That's no. Damn it, fine. Just just tell them. Sometimes people need to know the truth. All right. They were all betrayed along with us. Yes. Uh, so, hmm, Necromantic Lord is back. He was disguised as Gerard. We, please, uh, B.O.B. warned, do not let him near you. Um, That yes. sounds simple. I'm trying to make it sound simple instead of elaborate. And explain what has happened here at the tower. I am explaining what is, oh, we had an amazing fight. We killed Jason. We then uh, um, made friends okay. with, well, no, no. May- okay, don't mention Maybe oh. Yes, you should mention <laughs> that, but you should maybe elaborate. Jason on- f- fell in battle. With the Necromantic Lord. They don't need to know. No, they already know. Two of the Golden Circle yet live. Yes, yes. So they need to know why he was brainwashed by the Necromantic Oh, absolutely, Lord. yes, sorry. Jason had been brainwashed. I thought you were a storyteller, man. I am. I keep trying to make it simple. Right, I'll make it long. Flourish. I'll, make us sound flourish it, yes. sure. I want to make it sound... Jason... who had been controlled by the necromantic lord to do things and and kill his friends against his own wishes, was, uh, fell in battle, and at the last second, I can at least say that he turned against the necromantic lord and redeemed himself. Shh. Let it happen. Uh, uh, Okay. (laughs) Why not? I won't argue. There's no reason. They don't need to... He should be a hero. Okay. Uh, how, how about this? Can everyone who would like to, who's involved in the, the retelling of this moment, like to roll me a wisdom saving throw? A wisdom saving oh. throw. All right. Again. Oh, oh. Actually, you're right. It should oh. be just a wisdom check. Should be oh, okay. Check. Right. Wisdom check. Oh, God. I got an uh, 18. Hmm. Oh, my. 16. 11. Okay. Bailey is okay. there, and he rolled a die, and that's all we need to say about Bailey. <laughs> Okay, so Moonbeam and Dickie, and, and and it's really almost more Dickie because he heard Gerard say, 
he helped arrange for the Golden Circle to be founded. If Jason, who was the leader, whose father was the leader of the Golden Circle before that, whose grandfather was involved, and if Jason was mind-controlled, are other people mind-controlled? Hmm. Coleman, you're on mute. I, you know, I just had a thought. <laughs> yes. If Gerard has been part of this Golden Circle for this many years, how long has he been influencing the others as well? I thought he maybe he had just... Who? The others? Mm. Interesting. Well, I mean, then why would he kill them if they couldn't be trusted? That is yeah. also true. Maybe more I power? Didn't... Oh, oh, you mean like when bad guys kill their underlings mm -hmm. in dramatic ways? Yeah. It hurts. Whoa. Well, Don't need to get that close. Very <laughs> <laughs> dark. I just right by your ear. Oh. <laughs> get away from my ear, Mike. Um, <laughs> Very... Unseely. Well, I assume that he had just charmed or taken over Jason in that moment. Uh, perhaps. Uh, I, I guess we really been grooming them? Mm. Oh, I don't want to have the rest arrested. No, but they should be checked out. Yes. How would we do such a thing? Well, we're going to have Asha take this to... Uh, uh, who's the new commander of the armory? of the army. There was the new captain of the elves, yes? That yes. who you're referring to? That, that's who I'm going to. Yes, he is... Captain Elf America. <laughs> <laughs> the um, third. <laughs> Esquire. Uh, I, I, I didn't bring my uh, dramatis personae. Uh, Elf America's ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that was sort of the other guy. Yes. Well, <laughs> yes, definitely. Yes. He, was, um, he was the whole ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it Castian Mora, maybe? That might be it. Castian okay, Mora. so we're sending this to Castian Mora. And I'm happy for, unless there are specific things you don't want to state, I'm happy for like a performance check for how well you write it and author it out. If there's anything stirring, if there's anything emboldening that you want to write, I'm happy for that as well. But you can just say, hey, you know, you're, you're writing general orders and hey, we'll check in with you all later. Yes. Okay. So, if you can, Dickie, please give me a performance check. <laughs> right. Is there any way I can aid him because I'm helping him write the missive? Mm, I, I mean, I, I already have a 23 if you want to. And then, yeah, sure. Oh, I figured, <laughs> you know, advantage would be better if I could if sure. I aid him. Uh, sure, aid, uh, or if you want to do guidance and add the D4. Oh, yes, guidance. There it is. You've got this. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're welcome. Where is it? There it is. There we go. Ah, three. So 26. Thank you. Hey. All right. Yeah, that is a very well-written uh, letter in all of this, detailing, explaining things out, if I may, in this. It's maybe more a statement of the leadership of the Golden Circle maybe is in question. These people were killed, so please, you know, attend to Iron Song, the Tabaxi, and Ruark, the Aarakocra. You know, try to keep the peace between the faction. Dorian the Redeemer yes. is off on his continuing quests. The the high priest, uh, his high priest, you know, says that they should all, you know, try to negotiate as best possible. But there are still threats out there that the uh, Platinum Ring is off and struggling against. Something along those lines work for you? That sounds well said. And the penmanship is just beautiful. I know. It just came to me like it was spoken into my head. <laughs> Strange. By some superior being, oh. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, so the letter is able to be sent off easily enough. What then do you all want to take as your next set of actions? Moonbeam is all about either vacationing or punching things. Yes. Valak has talked about wanting to go check out the Fellowship of the Eye of Blood message boards mm. to see if there are other people out there that are in need of assistance. I believe also we have things from the board on our list already, don't we? Isn't that there, what he was referring to? The, like I think the, the last... Nothing that was related to dragons. Oh, or, oh um, I thought there were wyverns or something. No, I don't remember. So the, wy- the wyverns were something that the elves mentioned uh, that yeah. were in this fort. They had said, oh, there were some wyverns that seemed to have taken up nest to the south a bit. Aha. Uh, but the elves that would know about that are currently in Basril's camp with the rest of the army. So a little, little tricky to get info on that. Right or dead, now. yes. There were, uh, or dead, they, they might be amongst those that died. There was a reports of the rise of Greek colonies in populated areas, marauding knoll packs, and a particular nasty troll has claimed a mountain near the Athia border. Attempts to burn it out have been unsuccessful thus far. So those were kind of the three that you'd last heard about the last time anyone looked at the board uh, back in Seasons Lake. How far away is this board? Is it a week away? (laughs) Seasons Lake, yeah. Yeah, Seasons Lake is about a week away. Now we have the we have the dubs and we know the wyverns are to the south, so we could you know look south, wait for some flying wyverns, and then figure out where they're at, and then go uh, go talk a little chat with them and uh, see what the problem is. I guess we could spend some time, not much, but a little, just to see if I don't know. Dragon or wyvern is flying in the sky. Butterflies in the sky. Oh no, it's the most obvious. There are giants in the sky. Thank you. Got it again. So you want to try to spot wyverns or dragons or some kind of creature flying to the south. Excellent. Off to the god's eye you go, yes? Yes. Yes. I'm putting on my glasses. Okay. (laughs) In that case, roll me perception checks utilizing the god's eye to telescope out to various distances and see what's what. Happy to. Okay, I will use my glasses. Mm-hmm. Come on, Ow. eleven. Yeah, a valley got an eight. Might as well have been a wisdom check. Not going well. No. Oh, dirty twenty. Okay. Lovely. Well, here's what happened. Yeah, Coleman is rolling well. Everybody else has to balance that out. So yeah, yeah thank it you. It's a thank lot you. of people to roll poorly to balance out Coleman rolling well. I don't like to stand out. <laughs> I was distracted by a cat, so I'm sorry. I didn't know what we were uh, rolling for. Nice. <laughs> Mine. Thank you. The yes. She's so fluffy. She's so fluffy. I'm gonna <laughs> Happy fluffy Mother's Day to you. <laughs> uh, so Moonbeam, what was your perception check? What was your twenty-two? Twenty-two. Mm, I see all, all right. the dragons. All right. So yeah, and Coleman, you had a dirty twenty, correct? Yes. Great. So I will say, Dorian, your eyes pull over for a moment and the God's Eye does telescope out and you see Azure now having, you know, flown for 20 minutes going down their path and they seem to have met up with another flock of birds. All of them are smaller than Azure, but Azure seems to be taking almost a a lead position with this group and they are forming into a V as they are flying towards the east. Nice. Dicky. Oh, no. 20, I'll say you see this. As you are observing and you are kind of scanning the skies to see if you see any kind of flying creatures, you see two large winged creatures. One of them appears to be a gold dragon dragon circling high in the sky to the far southwest. Almost, you'd say, like 
as if you were headed towards Passet, but it has a couple of, you know, kind of a little bit of a graceful loop. It almost, you almost get a vibe that it is enjoying a lazy day of flying. It is, you know, a, a Sunday day driver, as but it's a Sunday flyer. Flying casual. Yes. It's minding its own business. Can I, do I, can I roll like, History or nature to to see what or history, yes, yeah, see what I know history. about dragons. History. Beep boop. I, oh, oh, it's a nat 20, so 30. What? Are we all <laughs> gonna be nat bads the rest of the day? <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm taking it all. Give it to me. Thanks, Coleman. Thanks. Okay. It's, it's Father's Day. It's Father's so Day. Me and Cole will be just taking it. Let's see. With a 30 history. I think I have to invent some history of this world for I know his name to celebrate a 30 on a history check. Yeah. I've been following yeah. this dragon's life from birth. <laughs> Your first novel was written by it. <laughs> so in the country of Zixa, in the noble and, and leading family, there's always been this rumor that the I'm gonna pull out my random name generator because that's always a fun way of doing things. Stuart. <laughs> Stuart the Rye Wyvern. Stuart. Well, we, in my other podcast, we had Benny the Beholder. <laughs> wow. Go ahead. Make fun of my name. Go ahead. Um, so there is the Baynard family. And the head of the Baynard family has, has changed generationally. And it, at all appearances is human. But there's always been rumors that either... One of their chief retainers has some connections to dragons, or maybe that there's somewhere in the past there was a, a dragon line that came in, like a, a little bit of dragon blood came into the family bloodline. Mm -hmm. um, and while you don't see anything specific on this gold dragon, it strikes you that, hey, to the south in the direction you're looking is Zixa. If there is a gold dragon flying anywhere around Zixa, if that rumor is true, and you know that people like a good bit of gossip, if there's anything in that rumor that's true, perhaps the Baynard family might know something about gold dragons in Zixa. All right. Uh, beyond that, do I know about metallic dragons? Oh, yes. I, I will absolutely <laughs> do more on that. That was my main thing. Okay. <laughs> do I know that they're generally like good dudes? Hey. Yes, you do know absolutely that in this world, as many fancy settings, there are the chromatic and there are the metallics. The metallics tend to be on the good side, the chromatics uh, much more on the evil. You've already had some run-ins with red dragon whelplings, and they were all yes. like, hey, yes. we're, we're going to eat you and take your gold, or yeah, yeah. we're going to take loot from you all and maybe let you live. I want to make sure that I don't see this dragon and be like, kill it, or be like, oh, that guy's fine. Moving on. <laughs> I would say that in the various stories that you have heard, gold dragons tend to be on the much more powerful side and very martial in, in their attitudes. The silver dragons tend to be very almost political creatures, very powerful spellcasters, and they like to kind of get in and, and see how how the, the workings of the world happen. They're nerds, yeah. They are the... Engineers, poli they're Donatello. Majors. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're, oh, that they're, kind they're of They're more poli-sci major than... There we are. They're wonks. Ah, the note-takers right. of the campaign. Yes. Wonky dragons. We love the note-takers. 
Yeah. Take your notes. <laughs> sure, um, yeah, whatever. Hold on, let me write that down. Nerd. <laughs> uh, the oldest reported dragon that you've ever heard talked about was 2,400 years old. Okay. Dragons only reproduce twice in their lifetime. <laughs> Lucky dragons. Is this is this lore you're making up, or is this real? This well, is this is lore that I'm I'm making up for the world. Love it. And, and, and some of this stuff I've already written. Coleman rolled a nat twenty. Yeah. yeah. No. 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 Yeah. I was there. Oh. <laughs> no, she's just that's making sure he's not reading it. That he's not reading it from like a D and D manual. Right. Oh no. <laughs> now they will have a clutch of dragons that will come out of the the laying of the eggs, but dragons will only lay two groups of eggs in their life. There's the gold dragon, and you also found a, you do see actually a small pack of wyvern, and then Moonbeam, uh-huh. who crit her, or 23'd her perception on that. You see that there is, in fact, it's a small pack of wyverns, about four. However, they seem to have some kind of odd, almost structure on their back. As they're flying, they seem to have, it looks like a bench on their back. Hmm. Like they stole it from a park or like no, they like have people, people riding like a saddle. That was, my, yeah. that was number two. Like someone large, <laughs> like, like a big, like a big person, like, like a large, big, like, like a big the bench. Yes. Well, I believe wyverns themselves are only large. So it's probably more a you-sized creature that could ride these. And wyvern eyes count as dragon eyes or no? So For this ritual, ri- yeah. The ritual said, okay, wyvern eyes is at least what you need. Dragon yes. eyes would be more powerful. Okay, game on. Target acquired. What if we have like multiple wyvern eyes? Can they like equate to one dragon eye? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Roll Arcana. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, actually, that is a good question for Dorian to try to figure out. And Ellie, were you going to roll a perception to see if you noted anything flying? I will in a moment. Okay. You'll see. Sorry. Uh The the floof is definitely uh, wanting to today. She really is demanding right now. Uh, Yeah, that's a a hard nope. That is, uh, Maeve is very distracted every time we're in the God's Eye. She's very distracted. Um, That was a four. Okay. Damn it, Coleman. Tell you what, I'll give you this, Ellie, with, with the four, since you were now the lowest of all the perception. You do see to the far southeast a ripple along the, the tops of the trees. You don't see anything as to what could be causing it. You just see that there's almost like this wave rustling through the tops of trees moving very quickly. Toward which direction? It is in the southeast of where you all are at, and it just seems to be moving as though straight west. Toward what city we know of? <laughs> it is headed east towards Selmasa. And as you're going, is it Satrosia? Oh, uh, geez. It's possibly headed there. It's in that eastern direction. You all, as players, in the course of this campaign, you all have never been as far east as this thing seems, whatever this shadow, whatever this flutter of treetops is. Because we're like over by Travahia, right? Travahia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the mountains that uh, Valak is from is like. Is in Tralia. Tralia, yeah. Tralia. Then where he went to is. Oh, Tavahia. Where he went to the monks, the paladin retreat seminary was like northeast Nevasia, southwest Zixa, right? Like, where he became yeah. a. A knight of Rao. Yeah. That was, that was in Zixa. Oh. Yeah, we were together, um, right? And yes, we're, before we up. just for, for reference here. 
dirt and all of her stuff is leading her towards Camelli, which is where uh, there'd been a couple of monk related things while uh, Hope was with us, had it centered in Camelli as well. And Athia, or maybe it's Kenos, I'm sorry, it's Kenos, is like the entry for the Dwarven underground cities. And Maeve, the island Maeve is from? You don't know where she's from. Nobody knows where I'm from. No idea where she's from. Tried. Nice. Um, What makes you think I'm from an island? uh, I can eat water. I will say the. uh, I'm a cat. (laughs) Oh my God, there's Chia. Yeah. Uh, Notice there's no named islands on this map. Yeah. <laughs> Almost as if that's on purpose. Mm. And Olumia is where the bloody hand had their adventure. Olumia. Olumia. Oh, Olumia. O L Y M I A. Oh, Olumia. <laughs> I noticed that Sinus is over here, but Sinus Ma is over here. <laughs> there was a. sneezed. Achoo! <laughs> 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 Where's Sinus? Sinus is in Athia. Oh, it's a little city in Sinus. Maybe, Tiny. maybe, like maybe Athia was originally, uh, or somebody, or Sinus Maw people try to colonize Athia, and or maybe Sinus people things. colonize Sinus Maw. Oh yeah, you know, like like Britain. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they got sick of being the small country, so they're like, we're gonna go take a big yeah. border. Sounds very British, right? I don't know. Maybe you all could investigate those places at some point and see if there's plot there or not. Let's go on a world tour. Oh my God, so it. Let's do this. Let's start with Mai Tais and Sinasma. And then how, how about we save the world first and then we can tour it <laughs> again? Well, where are the dwarves that we need they to go? Nose. Nose. Yes, that's where we have to go. Okay. Well, that's far. We should get a boat. <laughs> Maeve's going to hate that. Yep. Oh, we should <laughs> probably do that in. Zixa? Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. And then we can give uh give Maeve like a laced cheeseburger. (laughs) A laced cheeseburger. When she passes out, throw her on the airplane. Yeah. Are you trying to roofie (laughs) Maeve? Yeah. Oh my god. (laughs) Yeah, the A team totally roofied B.A. Baracus. Good point. Several times. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's like every episode. Hypnotizing him. Mm -hmm. Because that was less of an issue where where did we see the wyverns so the wyverns that moonbeam saw are to the south of where you all are at it would be perhaps at the border or a little into Sixa. oh like oh okay so we can take care of those and then keep going get on a boat go down to knos Knos. and uh yeah Oh man, does this mean we're gonna visit an entire country of little dickies uh yes we actually started (laughs) there Oh, <laughs> did we? Like the edge. No, we were in at the Pisset. edge. Pisset's in Zixa. Pisset is in Zixa. It, it's one of the northernmost cities you know, yeah. near the border. It's very but brief. It is, it is technically Zixa, yes. But we, get all we know they, they have a uh, bulletin board there. Oh. Wow. <laughs> we like that. Nowhere else has a bulletin board. No, yeah. <laughs> well, the Eye of Blood. <laughs> Yes, yes. Specifically. Yes, that, that's how we get Volok to come with us. Ooh, yeah. yep. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's all about the money now. <laughs> and the uh, hugs. Not apparently. all about the money. I'm about well, acquiring more of this currency to do more good things. All about that ka-chang, ka-chang. And, well, and let's go hug some wyverns then. I would also add that 
in the formation of a goblin nation here as this area is right next to the Samasia border and the Zixa border. If there is going to be a goblin nation formed here, those other two countries are going to absolutely ha- want to have their say in what the heck is going on. Uh, we're going to so need diplomats. Th- there's, at some point, there's going to have to be a, a diplomatic entourage. Uh, Let's send your brother. Well, I mean, my brother will be part of that, obviously, because of Tavahia, but uh, maybe we should talk to some of your people in Zixa. Yes, while we're going through Zixa. Good idea. Mm-hmm. We have so many plans now. Yeah. Okay. Wyvern's diplomacy boat. Mm-hmm. We can pull in all of your family. Biggest Dickus, Dickus Maximus, all of them. Dickus I think Maximus. Maximus. VD. It's, it's Maximus Dickus. VD? VD. <laughs> Wasn't that your son's name? Dickus Maximus. Dickus Maximus. <laughs> I mean, it, it could just be another family member. You know how some people like uh, like John Patrick versus Patrick John? Like, oh. Well, it's, it's like Big Chris and Little Chris in uh, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. So. Yes. Mm. And Jer Bob, Jimmy Joe, Jer Bob. Yeah. Oh, Jimmy Joe, Jer Jer Bob. Lots. Jer, Jer Jer Joe Bob. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, Guy Ritchie apparently is directing the live action Disney Hercules movie. Oh my God. Yes. All righty then. So there are these wyverns to the south in the mountains that seem to have benches or something on their back that you all were going to perhaps investigate. Valak is going like, oh, well, you know, we just have to kill these things to get their eyes. And then later diplomacy and then later boating. Excellent. Moonbeam having spotted these wyverns to the south. Is that the... Are uh, you ready to march out and do those things now, or is there anything else at the Citadel here you want to take care of before headed that way? It was on sort of the extreme range of this, so we're talking it's a 200-mile trek over fairly rough terrain, and I think only Cole with Audrey has a mount. Azure is flying to deliver a message, so there's no help coming from there either. So is there is there any prep that you want to make is what I'm asking. Plus, there were the couple of dead elven bodies that were upstairs oh, in the kitchen area. Yes. Yeah. We should do that. Or I guess at ground level since you guys have come up. Why are there dead bodies? Because Gerard killed them. And well, probably Jason, yeah. yeah. So if you recall, the elves had marched most of their company out to deal battle with Vezril's forces, but they had left a couple of guards here, and right. they had been killed, and Jason or, or someone else had apparently got enough blood on his hands that he just kind of dragged his fingers along the wall, leaving streaks of blood towards the lower levels had been described in the last couple of episodes. Delicious. Cool. Every now and then I got to give you guys some gory details. For it. So we, just because I want to, I want to know, because I came in late, where are we physically right now? Where where the the eye? And then we haven't rested at all since the fight. Correct. Great. That's what I need to know. But traveling 200 miles over rough terrain, that's several days of journey. Right. I, I could also suggest that uh, the way we got here from Pisset was the river. We could catch a boat. Maeve looks incredibly uncomfortable immediately. <laughs> like, she's pretty good at hiding all of her emotions, except this one, which just, like, her fur bristled. <laughs> Maeve, that, that is how we got here. What, what's wrong? I didn't like it the first time. I assumed that that wasn't going to be our normal way of travel, and I would prefer if we could find some other option. You don't want to throw Dorian into the river again? <sighs> that was dirt. I know. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm pretty sure I made it very clear when we did it the first time that I didn't want to do this most of the time. Well, it's not most of the time. It's just this uh, once, twice. Well, we are going to have to take a boat to the dwarves. Mm-hmm. Or we could fly on the back of a golden dragon. Maeve, what if a dragon really, really drunk? Ah, oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Who sells help- everything? It helps me. Oh, wait. It has are you nothing- not like this all the time? Oh. <laughs> nothing. Continue. She pockets a tiny flask. <laughs> oh, what? 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 <laughs> I, I certainly don't want to force anything upon you. I, I just thought it would be quicker. And I'm certain it would be. Where are we getting the boat? Who is going to be on it? How long are we going to be on it? Uh, let's see. Last time was it our friend Gerard that gave us the boat? Or um, no. Actually, no. It was a... The, who was the captain? Captain Milgar. Captain Milgar. Milgar. Yes, that's our man. He can do it. Now, he, his his boat is a river bar. I mean, for you the river barge part. If you want to go down the coast out into open ocean, that will be a full-on ship that will have to be negotiated. Yeah, this is just to get us to Zixa. Yeah. Ellie's got a look on her face. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to be on a ship, not a boat, correct? Well, eventually, that was the idea. Yes, it's not going to be like a catamaran. I assume we'll get a... A brigandine, I assume... Does anybody know anything about ships? Yes, God. Yes, God. I'm, I'm sorry, did you say it wasn't a catamaran? You <laughs> <laughs> yeah. did. Uh, I mean, if, maybe if it was, would you go for it? <laughs> you know, out of all of us, I feel like little Dickie would have a pouch of magic roofies somewhere. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Jesus. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like him. The bard would. I'm the Harley Weinstein of, of Zixa? What? Love. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I guess why the, you had to the, escape. The Crosby of the, the Bill Crosby oh. of Zixa. Yeah. So how long are we going to get this? Sh- going to be on the ship? How are we going to get it? Who is going to staff it? I I just assumed we would try to tie the boat ship. along the river, like we did to. Get mm-hmm. to Season's Glade. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, no, no. I think she's talking about the ship. I'm talking part, about right? the ship. Oh yes, 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 the ship. I honestly have never been to as a reader of many of novels. Oh. Uh, in in stories, we tend to go and make deals with ship captains for passage to a place. We find a place going in that direction, and we uh, negotiate the prices. And maybe maybe we can find a portal of some kind. A portal would be great. That's fine. No. Oh, maybe a. Uh... Powerful Weezer's teleportation circle, and they will assist us in taking down the Necromancer Lord. Absolutely, that is also a very far-fetched option, but it is an option. We could get really, really lucky. Like Dorian, I do, you're the one who has now become a person worshipped by many goblins, so talking about far-fetched ideas with such negativity seems <laughs> hardly the place. Anything is possible. I'm saying... There's a chance. <laughs> if anyone would like to give me an intelligence check to perhaps try to remember a detail. Sure. A detail of what? Because I don't know if I was there. But I'll roll it anyway. Hey. Why you This would be moonbeam. Yeah. It's a 13. I didn't do very well. <laughs> I'll call day four. Yeah. yeah my, mine's a six. <laughs> Damn it, Coleman! <laughs> I blame Moonbeam. What? Uh, what is this again? Intelligence check. Oh, check. Okay. Oh no. Oh no. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think any of you remember the details. That rolls. Sorry. We're so, all just okay. so shaken from the previous day. Just. Ugh. 
I'll let you repeat that role at, at some point in the future as well. For the moment, Dorian's just really noticing that Maeve is super uncomfortable and is oh trying to God, shut this cool. down. Just trying to shut it down <laughs> so we can focus on the immediate. All right, so with that, it, it does sound like everybody's trying to head south and start heading towards these wyvern eyes as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I, did, I, I asked if there was any other prep that didn't sound like that, so it sounds like people are just kind of writing out after prep. Pardon me, after perhaps uh, burying the two elves' bodies, which would take an, an hour or two max kind of thing, and you could leave markers at least so that when other elves get back here, they could find them and, and do whatever is appropriate at that point. Right. Excellent. You are beginning to head south towards some of the mountains. You all are headed over some very tough terrain in this. I'm going to need nature checks and survival checks. If people want to try to throw out a perception or or some other kind of check that they want to pitch as an idea, but this is going to absolutely be a skill check kind of a journey. And I'm going to start, I think, with nature checks from everyone. And that'll, that'll start the baseline and then it'll be more individualized checks from there. So if everyone give me a nature check, please. 11. Guidance on myself. Nature. That's a Alex six. Pulled it. It's a critical roll from Vialik, which what? makes it a 19. Ah. <laughs> That's a 10. Hey. With your guidance? Yep, with my guidance. Yeah. 10. Oh, guidance. Oh, is guidance on everybody or just you? Well, I just did it for me, but if That's you all... That's fine. That's fine. Like, I can do it to everybody in turn. Mm, it's kind of, you have to, <laughs> to get the effect over a skill challenge. In my mind, it's your repeatedly casting it on yourself as you come across different terrains and how to handle it kind of thing. Okay. So, ah. You're fine, guys. Valak will lead way. Valak understands these needs very well. So, mm-hmm. honestly, Valak, with Aubrey especially, mm-hmm. as the mount, is able to handle this terrain the easiest. So you put him on break trail as you are headed throughout all of this. <laughs> Coleman's back. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yep. That means we get to all roll better again. <laughs> I rolled a seven, so I'll just be in the back going, ah, ah, ah. Yeah, roll better going, dude. He me. I appreciate it. However, with effectively four failures and one success on that roll, you all have started yourself in a bad position. I'm going to need seven successes before six failures to see if you all succeed in this journey of yours. <laughs> uh, and I were both like, Matt? <laughs> so as we are going through, anyone who wants to roll a nature check for their skill absolutely works. Anyone wants to roll survival for their skill absolutely works. If people want to pitch other skills as they are helping the group move through the terrain or out hunting to bring in additional food, finding herbs to help out with medicine checks, things of that nature can handle. The rule I'd like to make is everyone will probably have to make at least two checks and you cannot use the same check for both. So Ellie, if if you wanted to use stealth, you could only use stealth one time. That's okay. (laughs) Can I use my history of this region? History of this region, I'll I'll accept as a pitch. Can perception work at any point? Perception absolutely can work as skills on this as well. So I'd like to, since Dickie spoke up first, I'll start with Dickie. Dickie, (laughs) give me your rule. Oh, yes, here it comes. I'm historizing and uh, no!
listening to Attackers of Opportunity. We really enjoyed making this podcast, and I hope that you enjoyed listening to it. If you did, please go ahead and leave a five-star review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Also, you can find us on Instagram at Attackers of Opportunity. Have yourself a great day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And we'll see you on the next episode.